and good afternoon, GRN listeners. Tuning in right now for your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from all across the South and Central Texas markets, Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, and Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're very thankful that you've decided to spend your time joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Uh, joining me in studio is my wonderful co-host, uh, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K. Hey. Got for you to join us, folks. <laughs> and together we bring you wonderful discussions highlighting various events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Uh, and of course, before we begin, we'd like to begin, um, you know, this show and, um, you know, we like to begin uh, everything uh, as we should. And that's in prayer. So wherever you might be. If you're there uh, on your lunch break, if you're there in your vehicle or so, just meditate on these words and pray along with us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, long-expected Jesus, excite in me a wonder at the wisdom and power of your Father and ours. Receive my prayer as part of my service of the Lord, who enlists me in God's own work for justice. Come, long-expected Jesus, excite in me a hunger for peace, peace in the world, peace in my home, peace in myself. Come, long-expected Jesus, excite in me a joy responsive to the Father's joy. I seek his will so I can serve with gladness, singing, and love. Come, long-expected Jesus, excite in me the joy and love and peace it is right to bring to the manger of my Lord. Raise in me too, sober reverence for the God who acted there, hearty gratitude for the life begun there, and spirited resolution to serve the Father and Son. I pray all this in the holy name of Jesus Christ, whose advent I hail. Amen. St. Dominic of Silos. Pray for us. St. Joseph, diligent protector of Christ. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. So, you know, Alex, we're entering the yes. fourth week of Advent. I know. Can you believe it's here? <laughs> I know. I cannot. It's just, just been flying by. I know that that's a question that, you know, uh, people kind of just throw out. Oh, my gosh, it's gotten here so fast. Uh, mm -hmm. Christmas always gets here, you know, faster every year, it seems. Uh, but in particular, I think this year, uh, obviously, you know, coming out of the pandemic, let's say, of last year, I think people were ready to get some joy back in their life. Um, and they, <laughs> I know... I think people probably even put their, you know, Christmas decorations up a, a lot sooner yes, than you would even expect. Yes, I know we expect. did, for sure. <laughs> I know, and it's been so fast, but I hope, you know, we've had a chance to, you know, reflect on the meaning of Christmas and Advent and, and have the time with our families to really incorporate, you know, what Christmas is all about. So, yeah, absolutely. Um you know, I, I got to tell you, um, there was a lot that went on this weekend, a lot of preparation still to be had. I'm sure that goes the, the same with everyone else listening and tuning in right now. Yes. Uh, there's those uh, procrastinators like myself. <laughs> My hand is raised up high to the sky when it comes to the procrastinating. Uh, but of course, uh, this the season of Advent has been a special season, one that I think um, a lot of us have been able to really 
really truly prepare to celebrate the birth of our Lord, and not just the birth of our Lord, but truly uh, prepare ourselves to receive him at his second coming. Yeah, know? and that reminds me of the readings for today, because it was about Mary's fiat. Yeah. So um, I, I want to invite our listeners to invite the Lord and say yes to the Lord in your life, and to consider this Christmas season, the beginning, a new beginning, not only for a new year to come, but also for a the re the rebirth of your own soul and, and your intentions and and for everything that you know as as a gift of gratitude for everything God has um, brought to us in our lives so um, are we willing to say yes let's just say yes even if it's difficult uh, we all have those decisions that we need to make and I think it's important that that we look at the cross and you know see what God has done and know that no matter how much suffering that we have and uh, will our yes will entail, you know, whatever that is in your life. Um, it, it, there's hope and, and God died for us so that we can help him renew this world and humanity. So Woo! I'm in. I like that. <laughs> wow, Alex. Thank you for that. Uh, I love how you say, of course, um, being able to, to make that decision to prepare. You're right. You, so many times, especially coming up on the new year, people are like, well, you know, in, in the coming new year, I'm going to do this. The, this next year, I'm going to do this. You can make those choices and decision changes right now. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a new thing. It right. can be what you are already doing. Right. Uh, you know, let's strive to be a better Christian, a better Catholic, a better mother, father, daughter, son. So it could be that simple and um, that, that'll resonate to everyone around you. So, Amen. That light of Christ is attractive, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, folks, we got a awesome hour ahead of us today. Uh, in fact, it's going to go by pretty quick. We've got two guests uh, in, in studio today. Uh, first, we've got Miss Elaine Burr. Uh, she's the cor- uh, choir, the choir director. director at the Little Flower Basilica. Amen. So we're going to be talking to her. Uh, we've also got Mr. Richard Terrazas. Uh, he's a parishioner out at Our Lady Queen of Heaven Catholic Church in McDonough. Uh, actually, our uh, very close friend, Father Oscar Teo, uh, is pastor out there. So he's going to be discussing the uh, Crusaders of Christ motorcycle ministry and the good work that they do. Uh, but before we get to them, I do want to go over a couple things uh, that are taking place right now. First uh, first thing being uh, the GRN car raffle uh, did just recently kick off. Uh, so for, for those of you who are interested in uh, purchasing tickets me, me, me. <laughs> and selling tickets uh, with us, me, me, me. yes, uh, and of course, uh, you can contact us here at your, you know, at, at the station uh, to, to find out how you can purchase those tickets or how you can help sell those tickets or for details uh, and to purchase tickets, you can co- go to GRN online.com forward slash raffle uh, or you can call us right here at the office at 210-579-9844. Something else that took place this weekend, my wife and I had the uh, pleasure of joining the, the Reina family, all right, Richard and Julie and the, their, their kids and oh my gosh, we actually went Christmas caroling. I've never done that in my entire life. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yes. Now, I didn't have a top hat or anything like that, but I did have a fedora, you know. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was such a joy. It, again, as, as I was mentioning, it was my first time doing anything like that. Uh, people tend to run away when I start singing. I don't know why, but... Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, I've been told I sing well, you know. Uh, but, you know, we did. And it's just like uh, if you haven't experienced that, uh, I was really thinking to myself and, you know, telling my wife, you know, that's, you know, something that we could probably even do. Something simple. You know, you start off with a couple of, uh, you know, close friends. Um, if you don't know your neighbors, that's okay if they come mm-hmm. to the door and you're singing. I mean, nothing but a smile is going to come to their face, okay, in, in most cases, okay, in, in most cases. But people, you know, we had fun. People loved it, uh, and it really brought joy to everyone that we sang to. So, again, food for thought um, next year. Well, I mean, even still, you know, Christmas is still a few days away. Uh, if this is something that, you know, is, is interesting to you, I would encourage you, you know, get a group of friends together, uh, lay out a, a plan to, you know, uh, on what houses to go to. You don't have to go to every house in the neighborhood, but even if you went to five, six, seven houses uh, in the neighborhood or those that are just you know close around you, it, it brings joy uh, to everyone involved. So again, I'd encourage you to do that. Also, Father Will Combs, mm-hmm. all right, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church uh, here in San Antonio, celebrated his 52nd birthday uh, yesterday. Wow, he's such a good and holy priest. Oh, you oh took the gosh, words he- out of my mouth. You are 100% right. So again, Father Will, from your friends here in the GRN South and Central Texas listening area, happy birthday. We do pray God's blessing cover you abundantly with good health, love, and joy. Uh, and one more other thing I want to cover, the San Antonio Young Catholic uh, Adults, um, they're having and hosting a New Year's Eve party. Uh, this is qu- a quote right here. They say this is going to be the best New Year's Eve party in town. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is going to take place um, December 31st, you know, New Year's Eve from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Now, check this out. This is these are the kind of people that are putting this on. So there's going to be food, drink and dancing and all that. But at 1030, all right, 1030 to noon, there's going to be adoration and holy mass. Amen. Amen. This wow. event is open to everybody out there. This is a public event. Okay. So again, I would encourage you to get out there to St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church um, on New Year's Eve from 7 to 12, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, and of course, for more information or to RSVP, you can contact Donnie Walker. Uh, he actually happens to be a sponsor of ours too. So Donnie Walker, you're doing good things, brother. Thank you so very much uh, for all your support. And thanks for doing this for those in the community. Um, he and his uh, group out there for the young, young Catholic professionals, the San Antonio Young Catholics, amen to y'all, all right? Uh, what you do is inspiring, uh, and it's good and holy, yes. okay? So uh, you can contact Donnie at 210-378-0878 or just more, uh, learn more about the event um, by, you know, and go to their, their Facebook um, you know, page at SA. Young Catholic New Year's Eve party, and uh, that would uh, that would uh, actually get you the information that you need. Uh, last thing for me before I turn it over to my wonderful co-host, uh, there's still a couple of opportunities for confession if you live in the Marble Falls area, uh, Saint John. Uh, Catholic Church out there in Marble Falls uh, is celebrating Reconciliation Tuesday, December 21st at 7 p.m. and 
also uh, Wednesday, December 22nd at 10 a.m. Uh, and again, if you're aware of any other uh, Advent penance services, um, I know they're, they're, they're coming few and far between now uh, as it gets closer to Christmas. So if you're aware of any, uh, make sure that you know you, you share that uh, with, with your community, share that with us uh, so we can get the information out there. But please do what you can to make it to confession so you can properly be disposed to receive our Lord uh, at the celebration of his birth. So, uh, Alex, you know, set up the day uh, for us. Uh, you know, what are we going to be discussing again? Okay, yeah. So, we have Miss Elaine Burr. She is the choir director at Little Flower Basilica. And we have Richard Terrazas, who leads the Crusades of Christ motorcycle ministry. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> He's here in leather. So, that's, <laughs> that's... <laughs> we, we, we are excited to have him in, in studio. <laughs> Amen. Well, without further ado, let me go ahead and welcome Miss Elaine to the program. Thank you, Elaine. Uh, for joining us today. Uh, If you would, you know, please give our listeners uh, some information about you, your background, and how did you get involved with the choir ministry? (laughs) Thank you for having me. Uh, I am born and raised in San Antonio. Uh, I come from a very musical family. Um, I have a, I did receive a bachelor of music degree in vocal performance from Trinity University here in town. I'm also in my 20th year as the choir director at Providence Catholic School, so blessed to also be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yes, I grew up attending Mass in the choir loft, so the choir loft is no stranger to me. Uh, My mother was the organist uh, at St. Paul's um, for the choir, and she still plays at age 85, still plays for Masses at St. Paul's. Um, I am the oldest of eight kids, and we have all been or are currently yes. uh, involved with our parish choirs. So I guess you could kind of say I music ministry is just part of my DNA. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That is amazing. And I'm so impressed that all of you are involved in, in some kind of music ministry. And that yes. is, yeah, and you're saying that your mom? My mom and my dad sang bass in the choir. Um, he is still trying to do that. He's at age 91, but he wow. still tries to do that. Um, and I have, um, my sister also is the organist at Little Flower, so I'm very wow. blessed to work with her. Uh, so, my sister uh, Thelma is our organist, yes. Yeah, I'm familiar with Thelma. She taught my daughter piano lessons yeah. <laughs> for a while, and uh, my daughter was part of the, the children's choir, so that's that's how we know Thelma. She's an amazing, amazing teacher. Yeah. And um, let me ask you, you've been in at the Little Flower Basilica for how long? For almost 30 years, just a few months shy, uh, in June of next year, I'll celebrate 30 years there. Yes, it's, wow. hard. it's hard to believe. It's Life goes by fast. <laughs> wow. It sure does. Well, I can see just on your face, I mean, there, it, it brings you joy. Oh, yeah. You know, you. so, I mean, I, I, it's, so, uh, it's so awesome uh, to, to be you. doing what you love. You, definitely, you know? definitely. That's awesome. Music is definitely my, in my, yeah. that is my passion, yes. Yeah, that's... Oh, wow. That break came up quick, folks. So keep it tuned right there. Again, you're listening to In His Vineyard, having a discussion with Miss Elaine Burr, choir director at Little Flower Basilica. Don't change the station. We will be right back. The 
University of Dallas, a sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network, has produced a documentary-style miniseries called The Quest that recently aired on EWTN television and is now available to everyone at no charge. The Quest draws on scripture, history, and literature to explore the Christian life as a narrative of joyful courage in troubled times. Each of the five episodes can be viewed by visiting quest.udallas.edu. That's quest.udallas.edu. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. All parents want their children to be happy, but ironically, it's the one thing that we actually cannot do for our kids. Every person has to make the choice to be happy by themselves. What we can do as parents is to teach them what will make them happy and give our kids the self-discipline to choose that path. So what will make our kids happy? First, gratefulness. Children need to learn to appreciate what they have. Second, generosity. Teach them to give themselves away and to live for others. Last, boundaries. Children who have guardrails in their lives know what is expected of them, and this brings security needed for happiness. Make sure to also give your child time. Time to be bored, to make their own fun, and time to make choices. And instill within them a deep foundational knowledge of their identity, knowledge of their own giftedness and vocation. For more resources in our podcast, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. I honestly don't know if this has ever happened before. The 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network annual car raffle has started early. It's up right now at grnonline.com slash raffle. You know what that means, right? It means that you can actually buy raffle tickets as Christmas presents this year at grnonline.com slash raffle. What a blessing. Give the gift of Catholic Radio and maybe also a 2022 Mercedes-Benz. grnonline.com slash raffle. And welcome back, folks. Again, this is Sean Rice, and you're listening to In His Vineyard, your live and local program for the GRN in South and Central Texas listening area. We've got Miss Elaine Berg, choir director at Little Flower Basilica. Uh, before uh, you know, we went to break, she was telling us, of course, how uh, long she's been doing this, uh, gladly celebrating 30 years. Uh, and you know, I, I'm just so glad and, and thrilled to, to have you on. And it's a it's a joy to see the joy that it brings you uh, to talk about it. Um, so I would I would ask you too. So what inspired you? Uh, I know you come from a, a musical family. I, I know that music is in the you know in, in your family. But what inspired you particularly to to get involved with the choir and to be as active as you as long as you've been active? Um, it's really the choir members. I would say working with people. Um, the choir members really do inspire me. Um, I am humbled every week by their dedication, um, their faithfulness uh, in serving the Lord through music, uh, for their love of singing. Um, that really does motivate me to work harder, to work better, uh, come up with new ideas or whatever that I need to, um, I want to challenge them, mm-hmm. but also not chase them away. Don't come up with, you know, music or something that's too difficult or, right. or whatever. I mean, not, not yeah. something that's too challenging, but right. still give them a challenge and, um, just try to increase their faith through music. Amen. Uh, through serving the Lord. Um, so I am, I'm just, I'm so blessed. Um, that is, and so humbled, really, by yeah. it's. It's all about the members for me. It's really all about the choir members awesome. and serving them. I 
that's beautiful. So. I'm, I'm glad you, you, you mentioned that, that service. Um, I think it's so important when we do ministry to, you know, it's, remember who we're doing it for, right? Because it's not about the thing itself, right? It's about the people. And I'm glad you, you, you said that. How has been in, being, been in, being, I'm sorry, my words. How has being in this ministry changed you? Well, I, I really want to, it really has deepened my faith, I would say, first of all. Um, when I first started, uh, and in the early 90s uh, to mid-90s, um, uh, as choir director, I took several uh, classes at uh, St. Mary's University, uh, liturgy classes on Monday evenings. Um, I did that for a couple of years. Um, and it also, it's just studying liturgy, uh, and that brought about a, an appreciation for the liturgy, which then brought about a deepening of my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say definitely I, my faith has deepened uh, over the years. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, I, I, uh, I think I've been humbled. Um, a big change in me is just being humbled to see the service of these people and yeah. of the choir members uh, just week yeah. in and week out. Some of them have been with me for uh, almost 30 years, and it's just... What? Um, oh, my gosh. Yes, it's that just amazing. amazing. Their dedication, their love of the Lord through music. Um, Tell me a little bit that, about the choir members. Sure. Um, right now, currently, I have uh, literally a 20-year-old and a 90-year-old. So we have, mm-hmm. all, through all those, we have a, a great span of years. Um, well, let me tell you, I've listened to the music at the Basilica, and it is so beautiful, so beautiful. I mean, are are they all like music majors, or <laughs> I mean, how do, how do they come about? I mean, it's just so amazing the work that you've done to to build that. Thank you. Um, I would say we do have some that read music and have been trained classically, uh, have been trained vocally, but we have many just learn as they go mm-hmm. um, through the years um, the ones that have been with uh, in the choir for a number of years you kind of get a feeling of how the music looks on the staff you go up in your voice you go down on your down yeah, okay. you know a lower tone so um, I say that they uh, little by little try to teach them how music works yes. and so they um, they're kind of trained through the years that's, that that's, way but there's no qualifications to be a member there's no um uh-huh. you don't have to be you don't have to read music there's no audition to go through right. um we just we just you just have to have a love of music and a dedication to the lord right and and, and speaking of the music okay so the the music is very reverent at the basilica i mean all music is praises the lord is reverent but it's different you know you have a lot of latin uh, music. Um, how is the music chosen? Do you do you specifically choose each piece or? Good questions. Um, I generally pick the music. However, at times the pastor um, has made requests, and certain pastors make more requests than others. Okay. Uh, there's been through the years some pastors that are more hands off, and some that are very hands on. So, um, I try to do if the pastor requests something. I certainly we we try to do that. Um, for our Christmas songs this year, I actually asked our choir members what their favorites were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will be singing many of their favorites. Um, 
in our Christmas program um, this you, year. Can you give us a sneak peek of some of those? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mary, did you know, was okay. one of the most requested ones that we had. Okay. Uh, okay. About five or six of my members requested that one. So I was like, okay, that's at the top of the list. I'm going to try to get that done. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Holy Night. Yeah. Is another favorite. Uh, Lo, how a rose. Uh, the angel Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to do Alananita. So those are some of the ones that we will be doing this year. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, you know, we're talking about the Christmas music because they are having Christmas at the Basilica, um, December 24th and 25th. And um, all this beautiful music will be sung there. And you can learn more details also at littleflowerbasilica.org. So, yes, thank you. And um, going back to that, uh, so are you currently accepting members? Because, you know, the music is very inspirational. And, you know, I know I have a lot of friends who enjoy singing. I mean, of course, I'm a member of the Order of Discalced Carmelites, so I'm familiar with the music, and uh, we do have members who love to sing. Yeah. And uh, me, personally, you know, I love to sing, but you don't want to hear me sing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want to do that. But, oh. uh, but you know, uh, it's, I think it's, it, listening to the music really inspires people. It inspires people mm-hmm. who have that inkling and that, that wanting in their heart to sing to the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, very in a, in a in a most reverent way, and um, well, wasn't I, it Saint Augustine who said, "When you sing, you pray twice." Right, yes. right. <laughs> yes. you know, I, I've heard that, but before too. Uh, but yes, you know, it's it's exciting to to know, uh, of course, uh, what goes into this. I didn't realize that you y'all sang in Latin either. You yes, know, so that, that's that's great. And currently, how many members did you we say? We have uh, about twenty five currently. Wow. Okay. So. Yes. No, yes. that that is wonderful. Uh, and if people are interested in in reaching out, and people are interested in joining the choir, uh, do they contact you? Do they contact someone at the basilica, or who do they reach both. out to? I guess both. We, um, I'm always available uh, after mass. We sing uh, on Sundays at noon at the noon mass. So it's always a. Uh, it would be a. a a better idea, I guess, to get in contact with me personally. You can okay. you can come up to the choir loft after after uh, mass is over and and uh, contact me, talk with me, talk with me. Yes, you know, so. personally speaking, uh, for you know, for for you, if you can share with us personally, um, the impact of the the choir. You know, yeah. what 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 do you think your role uh, in, at mass really is? Because I know Alex had had talked about you know when you're at the mass the reverence of of the music being played it, it really does help elevate uh someone's worship you, you know exactly. so exactly yeah so what what's your take on all that my philosophy um and and going back with uh, there's a document music and catholic worship document um really uh we gather at mass to express our faith that's why we that's why we gather and i really feel that good celebrations can foster and nourish faith, and then bad celebrations mm. um, may weaken or destroy it. Sure. So I really feel um, it is the um, role of the choir to add beauty to mm. our liturgies. So um, uh, it adds beauty, it adds solemnity to our liturgies. It also 
to we assist to assist and to encourage the singing of the congregation. So because we really do want everyone to sing. Now there are times when their the choir has a piece just on their own. Sure. But we really are there to assist and encourage the singing of everyone and to um again as you said elevate and and um uh, yes. bring about a better a better liturgy increase everyone's faith through our song amen yeah that's beautiful so let me ask you um i've i've been to a regular sunday mass at 12 right how is that different from what you're going to offer at the christmas masses we are going to mainly um the mass itself will be about the same okay. but we are going to have a program before mass about 45 minutes before mass starts uh, at 8.30 on Christmas Eve, uh, 8.30 in the evening, we'll start about 7.45 with a, a program of songs, of Christmas songs, some Advent and then some Christmas songs, yes. Okay, okay. So, you know, I yeah. think on the, was it the, what what happens at 4.45? At 4.45, that is, um, th- that's before our 5.30 Mass, okay. and that's the one that Thelma will do on her own. Uh, our organist and cantor, she'll be doing that on her own. But she will give the Christmas story through song. That, okay, that's what you there, were yeah. talking about earlier. And the Christmas story, yeah. of course, probably taken out uh, from the from Gospel of Luke. Mainly, yeah, the good Luke's Gospel that recounts the Christmas story. And this is all done um, in song. In song. Wow, it sounds like yeah. it's going to be real interesting. <laughs> so again, folks, this is Christmas at the Basilica. Uh, two days, uh, Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. Christmas Day at 11 okay. a.m. Our Mass is at 11 a.m. on Christmas Day. Amen. Yes. Thanks for uh, sharing that with us. Uh, and of course, you can always uh, look this information up online. The information is there for you to have at www.lidl.com org, And if you're just tuning in, this is In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice, also your Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas uh, Listening Area General Manager. Um, we're going to be, of course, uh, switching gears a little bit. Uh, Miss Elaine, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us. You're you're welcome. Thank right. you. And I, and I, hopefully, uh, we have a chance to, you know, get, get a whole group of people out there to, to see you and hear you perform. Okay. And then, of course, now I'd like to, you know, welcome to the program, Mr. Richard Terrazas. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier in the open, uh, he is the, well, he is a parishioner out at, um, Our Lady Queen of Heaven in McDonough. So welcome to the uh, program, Richard. We are glad to have you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for having me. You know, the first thing I want to discuss with you, because as you walked in, you know, Alex made the comment too. Wow, look at this guy. He's in his <laughs> biker vest, yes. you know. Uh, but the one thing that really stood out is, is the cross, you know, that you wear on the uh, patch on your right over here, the cross on your, you know, your cross lapels. Um, I can tell, you know, you're, you, you strive for holiness, you know, and uh, of course, we're all called to strive for holiness. If you would, for our listeners, Richard, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. Uh, tell us, you know, again, what, where you go to church, how long you've been going there, and um, how you got involved with this ministry we call the Crusaders of Christ Motorcycle Ministry. Yes, Sean. Uh, I was born and raised here in San Antonio. Um, I do go to Our Lady Queen of Heaven. I've been there for past, you know, 15, 16, 17 years. Oh, wow. That's what you call a yes. parish home then, yes. huh? Yes, that's my home. Wow. Um, as far as the motorcycle ministry, I was part of another motorcycle ministry. Um, I was, you know, uh, the vice president over there and I decided to move on and my calling was 
you know, we started a new ministry, and it, our home is Our Lady Queen of Heaven. Um, and there's 16 to 17 members. Um, we all, you know, have our background that we we've have our past. Sure. You know that we've our testimonies. Yeah. So, um, and it's just about this is a way that we we serve. You know, Amen. we just serve, and and we have the motorcycles. The motorcycles are tool. It's a tool for me. Yeah. It's not um. It's not about the motorcycles. It's about serving. Amen. Um, we always use the motorcycles. It's a plus that everybody likes to see. You know, you see a man with a cross on his back on a bike. So it's a big plus, you know, blessing to see people want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it's going on three years as Crusaders of Christ. Um, it's a group of men and women. Um, so you don't just have to be male to to be part no, of the the, you do the not ministry. Have to be male. Amen. You okay, be, it's men and women. Um, I got couples, married couples. I got you know, there's single uh, people also that they're on the group. You know, the brothers and sisters that are on the group. So um, it's all about the serving. It's all about the serving. Amen. Well, I got to ask you, of course. You know, when when talking about the the serving. You know, why don't you share with our listeners exactly in what way do you serve the church? Because really what brought, you know, you and I spoke back in, I think it was probably in the spring. And we've talked about uh, a couple different uh, times uh, to have you come out and talk about uh, this ministry. And it seems like it just worked perfectly because I know you're a busy man. And for you to take your time <laughs> yes. out uh, of your day to day to join us, it took, uh, you know, some uh, some getting through some challenges and stuff to, to be here. So thank you so much for, for doing that. Um, but what I found very interesting, of course, was, you know, some of the um, the the things that y'all do. I mean, there's a lot of giving. There's a lot of, um, you know, things that y'all do for the needy and stuff. Actually, can you tell us just recently about one of the, you know, you know, one of the events that y'all just completed, in fact? Yes, uh, we just completed um, Santa for the kids at the schools. We uh, delivered some goodies to the, uh, through three district. I mean, three schools um, to the uh, special needs kids. Yeah, we all go over there and Santa comes, dresses Santa. And <laughs> wow. We, um, you know, give a gift to the kids and they, they look forward to it. Yeah. Um, because of the pandemic, I mean, it did put a toll on them. We were doing eight to 10 schools on one day. So we would do eight about, to 10 schools in yes. one day. Wow. So we we're doing 200, 250 kids. So it, um, it, it's a, it's a day's work. Wow. Yeah. So we, um, and then we get gifts for them. This time we, you know, because again, because of the short time notice, we gave them some goodies. But uh, every time we just try to get them gifts, we get gifts for the kids. We pick up donations to get these gifts for them. Um, so yeah, and then we also do, um, we also do the the fan drive, which it's all the elderly. There's a lot of elderly out there that don't have AC, don't have the way to, you know, they don't, some people have, but they don't like using it yeah. mm-hmm. because they just, that's what they're used to. Right. So we provide a box fan. Um, last year we collected almost 350 fans wow. that we gave out. And with a, yeah, before the pandemic. So uh, that's how we gave out all those fans to different parishes. Not only yeah. Our Lady Queen of Heaven, it was when they went to Sacred Heart, which is our sister, sister church. Parish, yeah. Um, and then other parishes around San Antonio, we we go around everywhere just spreading the fans. Um, we also feed the homeless. 
We've been doing feeding the homeless once a month. Mm. Um, I don't call them the homeless. I call my brothers and sisters under the bridge. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just like us. You right. Know, we're, some of us can be there one day and we just don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So they look forward to a hot meal. Um, I barbecue for them. Wow. So when they see us come, you know, they know they're going to get a barbecue plate. Yeah. So I uh, get up at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm barbecuing, getting ready for at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock when we go feed the homeless. Wow. You know, you're talking about all these ways that you serve the community, you serve the needy uh, and such. I think, you know, if you could, I may have, you know, I may have skipped over this, uh, but Tell us exactly who the Crusaders of Christ are. I mean, just based on what you're telling me, obviously they're they're servants. You know, they're they're servants. They want to spread uh, the message of Jesus. They want to spread His love uh, in in your example. But tell us how the Crusaders of Christ came to be, uh, the history of it, and you know what did you see? You know, as as the need at the time to to come together and, and get these brothers and sisters together. Well, like I said, Sean, we were part, like I was part of another ministry. Okay. So some of the other members were also, some of them have never been in a, uh, motorcycle ministry or any kind of, uh, ministry. So when they see us do what we do, of course, you know, it's God's calling. You know, if they come to us, it's because God wants you there. I mean, I'm there because that's the, that's where I need to be. Um, sometimes I feel like when I was in the other ministry, I would be like, okay, I'm done. But he had another calling for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I'm not going to stop. So it just keeps going and going. And I get calls from members and they ask what it's about and, you know, what do I need to do to be in, in, in the ministry? And I explain to them. Um, and they do. You don't need to own a bike, though, do you? No, you do not need to own a bike. It's <laughs> okay. all about the service. Yeah. You know? So, if, again, folks, if this is something that you feel um, compelled to do, um, you could reach out to Richard Terrazas, and you do not need a motorcycle mm-hmm. uh, to do this work. So, no. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, I wanted no, people okay. to know that. It's okay, <laughs> yeah. And you can also follow us on Facebook. Okay. I mean, we have our Crusaders of Christ, uh, MM is our Facebook and you can see everything we do. There's pictures there. There's everything that we do is on the, on our Facebook page. Amen. So, and then we all got, you, know, you can see, you know, I go by Wolf. So everybody has a different road name. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, we have our own spiritual leader in the group also. She does an awesome job, you know, doing what she does. And we meet once a month, you know, and, uh, we meet at our sister, I mean, our home church, which is Our Lady Queen of Heaven, and we get together and we share what happened, you know, what's going on in a month and what we've been through that month, what's what's ahead. So now you called uh, Our Lady Queen of Heaven your your home parish. Mm-hmm. Um, so what other parishes are are you involved in? You know, and I guess do you all you know kind of um, gather together to put on these uh, these events? as a community all together or will uh, our lady queen of heaven uh, you know take care of one thing and then wherever you're at at another parish take care of another how does all that work yes there's other ministries out there that do different things so they're they're from other parishes um but yes they come and support us we go support them if they have an event we hear about it and we'll go support them at their event um if they have uh, if they need help you know to go pray for someone we'll go with them if we need help to Pray, you know, to go pray with some. We're going to go. They ask us for prayer. We, some of the other ministries come with us. So there's so many ministries out there. So many that motorcycle ministries. Some of them are, you know, Christian ministries. 
but um, all of us are in the same. We serve one, you know, one God. Amen. So uh, we all help out each other. Of course, we go out. We all, all we do everything we do is through donations. Sure, donations and some a lot of it we do. We raise money ourselves. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to try to get, um, you know, to get everything for to do the things that we need to do, uh, and time. And Father Oscar is a big supporter of us. I mean, yeah. he supports us. You know, even just by giving us a home there at Our Lady Quinn is a big plus. So he supports us 100% what we're doing. Um, so, but yes, I mean, there's, you know, there's Brothers in Christ Motorcycle Ministry. There's Broken Chain Ministry. There's Journey Riders. There's so many, so many sure. out there that have doing the same thing we do. Amen. And folks, that's the music. Uh, thank you for tuning in to In His Vineyard. Keep it uh, tuned in right there. Don't change that station. We're going to continue this conversation uh, with Richard Terrazas, and we will be right back. You know, this is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send it to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Christmas Minute. G.K. Chesterton says that it's become a bad habit in our society to celebrate Christmas before it comes. We've forgotten the glory of anticipation. The presents should not be opened until Christmas. That, of course, is part of the excitement. And while we know the gifts are coming, Chesterton reminds us that the best kind of gift is the surprise gift. And if we have the right perspective, we should look at everything as a gift and every gift as a surprise gift. We are happy to wake up on Christmas morning and find gifts in our stockings, but the best gift we could ever find in our stockings is our own two legs. Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. I honestly don't know if this has ever happened before. The 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network annual car raffle has started early. It's up right now at grnonline.com slash raffle. You know what that means, right? It means that you can actually buy raffle tickets as Christmas presents this year at grnonline.com slash raffle. What a blessing. Give the gift of Catholic Radio and maybe also a 2022 Mercedes-Benz. grnonline.com slash raffle.
And welcome back, folks. You're listening to In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice, joined in studio with Alexandra Kubabatu, uh, my wonderful co-host. And we're having this discussion with Mr. Richard Terrazas, uh, president of the Crusaders for Christ Motorcycle Ministry. And of course, before we went to break, he was sharing with us um, you know, some of the wonderful work um, that they do, some of the great services uh, that they provide to our brothers and sisters in need. Uh, and we'll go ahead and pick up the conversation. Yeah. And so... You know, Richard, I'm, you know, you're here sitting with us and, you know, you, I don't know. I mean, this is probably not something you do all the time, but I can sense that there's a peace within you. And um, looking at your beautiful jacket, (laughs) you have a Bible verse, John 15, 13, which is no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. So, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, everyone has their story, people who are involved in your ministry has their testimonies. Um, would you be comfortable sharing a little bit your your conversion story or your testimony? Yes, yes. Um, of course, you know, we all, uh, I've been through a lot. Um, I was a, I had a background of drinking and it got pretty bad to where, you know, it was pretty much uh, Turn you to an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You can call an alcoholic. So I finally said, you know what, enough is enough. Um, I'm going to get kind of emotional here. But, uh, no, that's okay. Um, so I finally said, you know, um, I'm done. And I decided to, I was putting my family and friends and everybody through a lot. And I wasn't looking out for anybody but myself. I wasn't looking around what I, how I was hurting everyone around me. So finally, I um, I had a rude awakening by my kids. My kids are the ones that uh, mm-hmm. finally woke me up and said, you know, enough is enough, Dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided, you know, I went to him, yes. my Lord, and said, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. If you fix me, I will follow you from here on. Oh. And... Um, but he did. He did. And I did my first axe retreat that with my son. Yes. And we went to the axe retreat together. And from then on, I've done, I think, 10 as on team. I've done five or six on as a, just a retreating. And I haven't stopped. Um, but it took a lot to, uh, to, to stop what I was doing. I'm going almost on 10 years alcohol-free. Oh, praise oh, Jesus. Um, because that was it. That was it for me. I, I just, I know I was going down the wrong road, and I needed to change my life. And my kids, not only my kids, you know, the, he he was always around me. I just didn't see it. Right. Yes. You know, I never saw it. Uh, you know, there was uh, so many people that were praying for me because that wasn't the person that I was until, you know, I finally realized it myself. Right. And when I did, you know, now I can see it and it's like, and I see everybody around me and I'm like, okay. Wow. It's, it's um, and there's more to it. You know, I can yes. be here all day. Talking <laughs> yeah, about talking it. About, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, um, it was a blessing to. To go down, you know. Now I'm I'm happy. 
very happy that I did what I did. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's amazing the work that God does in one's heart when we say yes. yes. And it reminds me of, of course, today's uh, gospel about Mary's yes mm-hmm. and your yes. And um, he elevated you mm-hmm. in his arms to do the work that you do yes. now. And, and, and we're very grateful. And all those that you serve are very grateful for, for your yes. So thank you so much for that, uh, Richard. Um, let me ask you. Okay, so I understand that um, going back to the ministry, right, you have a leadership, right? You're part of the leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there other, are there other people that are members of the leadership that make decisions about the activities and things that you do? Yes, um, actually, you know, it's me as a president. And then you also have your vice president. You have your um, secretary. Okay. Um, you also have your... Um, your um treasurer treasurer yeah uh-huh. and then you got your coordinator your right. spiritual director okay um and then you have your members and of course everyone that you know works up to like say one of my members decides he don't want to be a treasurer no more uh-huh. so the other member can step into that position or yeah. if he's capable of doing that position he can so we got role guards um you know, we have everything uh, that continue to be safe out there and to lead I the see. ministry. Yeah. So, um, what is? Uh, how does someone become a member? Do they just reach out to you? Um, well, they they can reach out to me, mm-hmm. or reach out to my vice president, mm-hmm. and we talk about it a little bit. Come and give them some some literature on it to see what if that's something they want to do. Okay. Because it's. Um, God's work is hard sometimes. Yeah. Know, it is hard. It's yeah. not easy. He's not, it wasn't easy for him. He's not going to make it easy for us. <laughs> Amen. So, um, you know, it takes three months. Okay. You come to the meetings, you do the events, you, and you want to make sure this is something that you want. I see. And there's something that you want to follow. Yeah, it, that's beautiful. It's a true ministry. It's not a club Per no, se, no. like it's not just the club where you can just come and go and have fun and, no. you know, donate some toys or whatever and then leave, you know, right. so it's, it's a true ministry. It's a ministry, yes. It's a, like I said, it, the bikes are a plus, the, the vests yes. are a plus, yeah. but it's, um, it's about serving. Amen. It's about serving. Now, I love how you say that. You know, you talked about when you came out of your uh, re- retreat and, and such. Uh, what is it that initially got you involved um, during your first motorcycle ministry? Was it a friend that invited you? or yes. they? So you were invited. You went out on your first, um, you know, service. I mean, your, your first outing or your first project or, or so. Um, and how did that, in, you know, how did that change you? Well, what it was is that one of my vice president, he, okay. was, he was part of the other ministry, and he um, he would he would wear the vest to church, okay. and I would see it, and I'll be like, I mean, it was my calling. Yeah, you know, wow. yeah. Like, I need to talk to him and see what it is that I need to do, and I talked to him, and he invited me to the next meeting, and when I went to the next meeting, I I knew it was that was it. It was that was where I needed to be. And I took my son with me, which is my son is part of the group. Yeah. My wife is part of the group. Amen. <laughs> you know, uh, my daughter-in-law, my sister. I have a family, and you know, that's in part of the group. But they, um, I went and went to the first meeting and got involved, and I worked my way up. Mm-hmm. And I um, loved it, you know. And then when I decided to move on, I figured, okay, well, I'll just do serving. But I had another calling, which is Crusaders of Christ. And we started there, and... 
we started with uh, five members around the round table. Okay. And we're up to 17, 18 members. Cute. Uh, That is so awesome. Let me ask you, have you been writing for a long time? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Were you writing before you entered the ministry? Yes. Really? What what kind of motorcycle do you have? Harleys. Harleys? Okay. There you go. Some of us ride different bikes, but uh, mostly it's all Harley. Oh, yeah. awesome. So, that, that, is, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're talking about the many different ways that you serve the community, and uh, you touched um, a little bit earlier on um, the, the fundraising. of it. Obviously, this stuff costs money. Yes. Uh, I mean, not, I, I understand you probably have donations and whatnot, but a lot of it you probably have to raise on your own. Yes. Uh, in, fact, in what ways can, can folks uh, help out? Uh, in in helping you raise those funds to continue the strong uh, work that that you do, you know, Sean, that's a good question. I mean, it's uh, it's all about donations. I mean, if they can reach out to us, if they want to donate a dollar, it's a dollar more than what we had yesterday. Yeah. Um, so anything will help. All they have to do is reach out to us on Facebook, um, and we will meet, or I would. You know, let them know where I'm at. Sure, or they can don- they can drop off the donations or a Lady Queen of Heaven. Okay, and just say this is for the Crusaders. Sure, and um, Father Oscar will make sure that it gets to me. And but um, yes, it's hard work. I mean, the planning of a fundraiser for the year. We try to budget our number to okay. This is how much we're going to need right. to get through the, all these events right. within the year, and we try to raise that amount. Of right. course, it's never enough because you think, okay, I'm going to have 100 kids, but then you yeah. get 300. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we never say no. You right. know, it's just like the brothers and sisters under the bridge. Yeah. There's times that I'm not scheduled to be there that month. I might be there twice that month. Cause they, they're, they'll call me and say, we don't have nobody to feed them this Sunday. Right. Can you make it out there? And I don't say no. I find a way right. to serve them a meal. You know, one thing I, that I thought was really impressive, of course, because I came out there to do a, a pulpit announcement um, and parish talk uh, back in, I think it was the late spring or mm-hmm. so. Um, actually, Our Lady, you know, Queen of Heaven is where my wife and I were married, and, you know, we've been friends with Father Oscar for a long time. But when I came out there to give that talk, and uh, you and, you know, your counterparts came up to the table, and, you know, we were just talking um, – it's a small parish. You know, this isn't one of the large parishes uh, within the archdiocese. It's a small parish, but there's a lot of love yes. and a lot of care uh, in that community, yes. you know? Um, so again, any help that, uh, you know, people that people can bring from the outside, of course, uh, I'm sure would be definitely welcomed, yes. you know, yes. and not just, you know, the, the cash donations, but like you said, I mean, they can reach out to you, contact you and ask specifically as to what items, um, you know, may, may be needed at the time, right? Yes. Even like, um, for our brothers and sisters on the bridge, like mm-hmm. even during this time, we'll take blankets, we'll take jackets, yeah. we'll take socks. Yeah. We take, uh, anything that they need that we know that they're going to need during the winter that they can't get, you know, mm-hmm. they, we just try to raise as much as we can right. and we take it out there to them. Right. So uh, things like that is a big plus. Yeah, I just, uh, again, I can't say how impressed I am, you know, with the amount of love in the community because, you know, with, with the size, you don't have the volume uh, that other parishes would have, but you still do and serve a lot of, uh, you know, people in need. So yes. God, God bless you for that. Thank you. Uh, and of course, 
you know, with everything going on with the, you know, with Christmas holiday coming up uh, and such, uh, do y'all have anything else, you know, going on leading up to uh, the celebration of Christmas or so? Uh, no, actually, we'll just be at the masses. Uh, we did have, we tried to plan a breakfast with Santa. Okay. Um, but during, because of the pandemic again, we're going to wait off and we're going to do Easter. Okay. So we'll probably do an Easter hunt uh, and a you know, so to have a meal there for them, for the sure. kids and, and things like that. So hopefully that'll be, uh, it'll get a little bit better. No, amen. Wow. And again, folks, if you're uh, tuning in, we're wrapping up a conversation with Mr. Richard Terrazas, president of the Crusaders of Christ Motorcycle Ministry. Um, they're, they're based out of the, you know, uh, parish of, our Lady, Queen of Heaven, uh, in McDonough. Sometimes I get tongue ties in. That yeah. I, I do. Uh, I do. Um, you know, they, they do good in, in holy work. Um, you know, we've been talking to him for, for a little bit now. Uh, so if you have a chance to, to support their ministry, please do, uh, of course. Remember our brothers and sisters, uh, who are, you know, who, who are going to be struggling. You know, there, there's a lot of us still struggling out there that still need our help. And of course, you know, your, your generosity, uh, is always welcomed, you know. So again, thank you so much, Richard, for, for coming in and talking to us about the wonderful work that the, uh, you know, the, the Crusaders of Christ, uh, motorcycle ministry, um, you know, is doing. All right. Thank you you so much. And Miss Lane, I can't thank you enough either for for coming in, spending some time with us uh, to talk about the choir uh, there uh, at the Basilica of Our Lady of the Little Flower. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a joy uh, to, you know, to have another great hour, another uh, super fast (laughs) hour, uh, you know, uh, of course. Um, Before we wrap up, you know, I I do want to say, uh, from all of us here at the GRN South and Central, uh, Texas, uh, you know, you know, stations, um, going out to everyone here listening in San Antonio, Marble Falls, Kerrville, Uvalde, Fredericksburg. Uh, we, we certainly wish you and your loved ones a wonderful celebration of uh, the Christmas holiday. Um, I know we're, I know some of us are still making those preparations, but we do wish you a, a wonderful celebration surrounded by loved ones and friends and we uh hope that you have a a joyous new year i did want to you know talk about one one more thing uh, some of you probably have already uh received the save the date for the fishers of men benefit dinner april 28th for more information feel free to contact me and until next time and throughout this week let's all continue to labor with love joy and zeal in our hearts in his vineyard merry christmas everybody god bless all of you When doing your Christmas shopping this year, consider using smile.amazon.com and be sure to click La Promesa Foundation. Not only are you giving a gift to a friend or loved one or even yourself, no judging, but you're also supporting the soul-saving programming of the Guadalupe Radio Network. It's literally the gift that keeps on giving. So put Christ in Christmas this year and in someone's life by going to smile.amazon.com and be sure to click La Promesa Foundation. It's a soul-saving click away. Hi, this is Donnie Walker with Donnie Walker Real Estate powered by Keller Williams City View, proud supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Through the intercession of the patron saint of real estate, St. Joseph, we strive to follow his example on how we take care of our clients. For more information, please consider calling us at 210-378-0878, 210-378-0878. 
378-378-378. Thank you and God bless you. And St. Joseph, pray for us. Guadalupe Radio Network wants you to know Following in the steps of the prophets and John the Baptist, Jesus announced the judgment of the last day in his preaching. Then will the conduct of each one and the secrets of hearts be brought to light. Then will the culpable unbelief that counted the offer of God's grace as nothing be condemned. Our attitude to our neighbor will disclose acceptance or refusal of grace and divine love. On the last day, Jesus will say, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Christ is Lord of eternal life. Full right to pass definitive judgment on the works and hearts of men belongs to Him as Redeemer of the world. He acquired this right by His cross. Paragraphs 678 and 679 in the Catechism. Read and learn more today in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.